0: Good morning, beautiful family. Welcome to another episode of Talking with Shanique, where I am sharing God's word to bring forth biblical truth, healing, and purpose to everyone, and also making sure that as I'm sharing God's word, that you're being edified, you're being encouraged, you're being empowered by the word of God. Amen. So today is another Bible reading episode as I was sitting here doing my morning devotion, and just really speaking out loud and just really having a conversation with the Holy Spirit. Um, but today's devotional is taken from uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. And um, let's get into it. Yeah, so we're starting from the sixth verse oh no you know what let's start from the first verse let's start from the first verse we're reading the whole thing so the whole of first corinthians chapter two and i'm just thank you lord so let's let's get into it let's read it and i'm gonna pause in between and just really get into the discussion okay so it says i'm reading from the new king's James version and it says and i brethren when i come to you Did not come with the excellence of speech or of wisdom declaring to you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and his sacrifice. So this is Paul speaking to the church of Corinth. I was... I was with you in weakness, in fear, and in such trembling. And my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power, that your faith should not be in the wisdom of man. But in the power of God, so Paul is trying to explain to them that when it comes to God, it's not about how well-spoken you are, because that really, that really um, get people all roused up when they see someone who speaks so elegant. And I'm not saying it's wrong to speak like that, but when you're when you're dealing with when you're dealing with the Lord. When you're dealing with the Lord, amen. Remember, when he was when he, when Jesus Christ is on earth, he wasn't fascinated by how well spoken the, 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 the Pharisees and all of them were like, Oh, the, art the thy the it's about your heart at the end of the day, amen. It's about your heart, and it's not about how much wisdom, um human wisdom someone knows. Amen. But that's the part that I really want to get into the spiritual wisdom. That's what really gravitated me, like really grabbed me today as I was doing my devotional. Amen. So starting from verse six. So it says, however, we speak wisdom among those who are mature. Amen. And mature in the spirit because age does not equal maturity mature mature in the spirit amen yet not the wisdom of this age nor of the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing but we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages of our glory verse 8 which none of the rulers of this age knew for, for had they known they would not have sacrificed the Lord of glory. So if they had known about this, that if they were, if it was revealed to them who Jesus Christ is, that Jesus Christ, that Jesus is Christ, they wouldn't have sacrificed him. That's what he's saying. And verse 9, which is the key verse within this um, Bible reading. But as it is written, eyes has not seen, nor hear, heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. Key verse, love him. And, in the context, I want to um refer into the context of what we're reading and also um apply it okay so in the context of what Paul is saying now is that what God is doing in the spiritual, I has not seen nor hears heard, nor enter into the hearts of mankind the things. Which God has prepared for those who love Him. So, for example, God is doing something mightily in the spirit, right? But those who are in, those who love God, those who are in tune with God, those who are connected to God are the ones who can hear it and see it. But the people who are on the outside, who are so earthly bound, They're like, they're just, that's where they at. They cannot seem to comprehend. They were not able to comprehend. But when it happens, it's going to be bonkers. Like, what? Like, their mind, because they're going to be blown away. Because they think they know, but they don't know. So sometimes when people might think that you're crazy when you're doing so, when you're crazy for God... When you're going all out for the Lord, people may think that you're crazy and you, 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 what you're doing don't make no sense. But that is okay, because you cannot comprehend. You cannot, your carnal mind will not allow you to comprehend what God is doing because you're that's where you're at. You have to. Let's read. I'm not even. Let's continue to read. And verse ten. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. Amen. For the spirit searches all things. Yes. The deep things of God. Verse 11. For what man knows. For what man knows. The things of a man except the spirit. Of the man, which is in him? Question mark. Even so, no one knows the things of God except the Spirit of God. You cannot know anything about what God is doing, and even when He shows it to you, He don't even give you the full, the full picture. He give you a glimpse into what's to come. He give you a taste. That's a you don't even get the full the full meal, so the people who don't even get a taste they they're not gonna understand what God is doing in this season, what God is doing in this earth, and I know on the outside it may look like what it there's nothing happening, but if you're really in tune with the spirit of God, hmm. who, come on now, all right. All right, verse 12. "Now we have received not the spirit of this world. I want to pause there. Um, let me finish that. We have not received the spirit of this world, but the Spirit, but the spirit who is from God, that we may know the things that have been freely given to us by God." When I read that just now, it just it just brought me um, the reference scripture that I want to use for that verse. First um, Corinthians chapter two, verse twelve is Romans. Let me go back to Romans. Romans twelve, verse one to two, and it says, "I, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies." A living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Verse 2. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And how do one know the perfect will of God? What does it say now? Going back to First Corinthians chapter two, verse 12. Now that we have received not the spirit of this world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. Verse 13. These things we speak, these things we also speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teaches come on now you can't (laughs) but which holy spirit teaches comparing spiritual things with spiritual Hmm. i don't know about you but this 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 (laughs) Hmm. come on now amen verse 14 but the natural man does not receive the things of the spirit of god For they are foolish to him, nor can he know them because they are spiritually, I'm sorry, let me read that again. Nor can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. You have to, it's a spiritually discerned thing. Like that's what it is. Okay. (laughs) Verse 15 But he who is spiritually, spiritual judges all things, yet he himself is rightly judged by no one. For who has known the mind of God, I'm sorry, for who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him, question mark, but we have the mind of Christ. And to really um, bring this home now, to really put this all together, I like the ending. The last thing I just read, where it says, But we have the mind of Christ. Overall, the whole, what we just read together, in order for you to even understand the spiritual things the spiritual things that God is doing in order to see it, to hear it, to to, to comprehend it, to discern it. We have to have the mind of Christ. Amen. We, in order to gain the spiritual wisdom that we need, we have to have a mind of Christ. We have to have the characteristics of Christ, the attributes of Christ, obeying Christ, walking in the perspective of um, the, the precepts of Christ, walking in the command of living by the spirit. And right there, I read it in Romans. How do one have the mind of Christ? By presenting ourselves daily before God as a living sacrifice because we can't do this on our own we don't get this on our own by our own doing we'll be foolish if we all to think that and that's what a lot of people in this world believe that they can be god and they're not they're really not they're trying to they think that they can outsmart god with their technology and and i'm not saying nothing is wrong with technology now I'm shifting. We have to have the mind of Christ and stay in the not and and and, and not saying that you're operating out of oh uh, you just you just oh this is where I'm at. I'm just in in God and that's it. When when you spend time in the presence of God, He teaches you how to operate in the world. You're not in you're in the world, but you're not of this world. Amen. You're not conformed to the world, but you're being transformed by the renewing of your mind. Okay? We're here. We're on this earth. When you spend time in the secret place, in the presence of God, he will download in you, give you insight, give you revelation, and say, all right, A, A, B, C, D, this is what it is, go. Go. He will direct you on how to move, how who to connect to, all of that stuff. And sometimes, when he connects you with certain people, they're not all going to be Christians. They're not all going to be believers, because at times he just wants you to connect with someone because that person needs to hear a word. But but going back to what I was saying, how I was just shifting towards. People when they step out of they, they, they think that they're God, they think that they can do all these things on their own i was um uh, I was watching a video about how um was it the owner of Amazon? I don't want to misquote this I'm just gonna emphasize, um, like just trying to reiterate what i just what I saw I read. Basically he wanted to know how either something about the Bible or salvation or how to buy it. And I'm just like, "Lord, help us. You can't buy something that is already paid for. There's no more of money in this world. Salvation is free. It is free." For you and I, it is free. And the thing about it is, this world has become so about themselves. Which the Bible did say it. It's nothing that the Bible didn't tell us, man. But I just pray that if you're listening to this. I was sharing on my Instagram that we need to get back to the basics. What is the basic, Shanique? The basic is getting into the word and asking God to teach you and, and, and reveal to you what does his word say. Don't take the word of God out of context to just apply to take some of the word, apply it to your life, and then leave the rest. That's foolish. Going back to the basic, the Bible, the acronym, basic instructions before leaving earth. So while you're on this earth, let's get back to the foundation, which is Jesus Christ. Let's do that. How about we start right there? Amen? We want to know more about God. We want to have a mind of Christ Jesus. Let's get back to the foundation. Let's get back to the root. Jesus Christ. Amen. That is it. You can get all the degrees, which is nothing is wrong with that. You can get the degrees. You can get all of the qualifications. But that does not phase God. That doesn't move him. You have to have a mind and a heart. You have to have a, a mind and a heart made up for him. Degree or no degree. But if he told you to go get the degree, then go get it. Because there's a bigger picture to that. I'm talking to myself too, so. <clears throat> Amen. That was shade to me. So. Um, you have to laugh. I just want to throw in a little humor in that. Um. But that it doesn't phase God. It doesn't phase him how speaky spoke. is how all the the do 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 the. That doesn't phase him. You have to have a made-up heart and a made-up mind. God wants our heart. Because when he gets our heart, he can get to our mind and he can transform our minds. A lot of things that are happening, our mind and our hearts are connected. Our soul. He wants our soul, our mind, will, and emotions. That's it. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Our soul. Because from our soul is our mind, our will, and emotion. We have to surrender that. Because God gave us free will to choose. And I heard something yesterday, and I was like, ah, you got it. So this man was saying he's a pro-choice Christian. And I was like, okay. And then he broke it down. He said, the reason why he's a pro-choice Christian is that you can choose. God gave us free will. You can choose to have sex, but you cannot choose the consequences. You can choose to have sex outside of marriage, but you can't choose the consequences that is going to happen behind it. You can choose to um, do drugs, but you can't choose the, the consequences and the consequences that's going to happen behind it. But when you choose Christ, when you choose Christ, When you choose Christ, it's even greater than that. The peace that you're about to receive. And no, it's not going to be easy, but it's going to be worth it at the end. It's going to be worth it at the end. So there's a choice. You can choose to be miserable all the days of your life, in your sorrow, in your your pain... And you, Or you can choose Christ to carry those pain for you. To carry your burden for you. And you don't have to carry it alone. Salvation is free. Receiving the spirit of God is free. You don't have to do nothing for it. You don't have to, you don't have to do nothing for it. That's simple. Salvation is simple. The gospel is simple. The word of God is simple. Mankind is the one that makes it complicated. Because they're trying to figure out all these things. But once you surrender your soul, which is your mind, your will, and emotion. And that's what a lot of people need to do. In order to really grasp a slight understanding. To really understand, and you will never fully understand because God don't truly fully reveal Himself all at once to you. When we when we when we meet Him in glory, then we will get the full understanding. But right now we're on Earth. He gives us insight. He gives us insight because it's a mystery. But the thing is. People want to find out the mystery of God on their own. And you cannot do it on your own. You have to be in tune with the Holy Spirit. You can't have one without the other. You're trying to discover God through your own um, earthly mankind knowledge. You're a fool. The Bible just said you're foolish if you will try and You're trying to put the puzzle together on your own in your own strength. Can't happen. Can't happen. No, no. No, no. Mm-mm, mm-mm. We have to humble ourselves. We have to humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God. We have to surrender. We have to submit. And that's what it is. People don't want to submit. People don't want to surrender. People want to do their own thing, being do their own way, but still want God to do something. That don't make no sense. That's like you... Applying for a job. I'm just using an example. Okay? This is an example. Since we, I have to give examples for, 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 for us to understand. You apply for the job. You choosing to work for this place. But yet still, you don't want to comply to what they are saying. This is what the job is about. This is what <laughs> needs to be done. But you're not willing to commit. How are you going to see the results that you want if you're not committing to that job. If you're not committing to the career or the company. You're committed to, you are said yes to this career and you want to be a part of this company, but you're not complying to what they're saying. With having faith in the Lord and you may not know everything all at once. And God doesn't want you to He's he not looking for you to know everything. He just wants you to come. It's free, though. You don't have to pay anything for it. But know that when you do choose this life, yes, there's going to be freedom. Freedom in your mind, freedom in your heart. But there's going to be a battle. But you already won the battle. And I know it's like, girl, what are you saying? There's going to be a battle, but I won it? Yes, because the enemy... Is going to try and fight you because he want he don't want you to go after God Almighty. He don't want you to pursue Jesus. He don't want you to know the things that God has in store for you that eyes hasn't seen, nor ears heard, nor entered into the hearts of men. What God wants to do in your life because you're choosing to love Him, you're choosing to 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 give your heart to Him. You're choosing because you you're choosing Him because you want a mind of Christ. Amen. It's simple. Just ask Him to come in. This whole thing that I'm here sharing with you is that when it comes to the spiritual world, we cannot do it in our own strength. When it comes to salvation, we cannot buy it. It's free. When it comes to... Having a personal relationship with God, we have to die to ourselves in order to receive Him. We can't. This is nothing that you can do in your own strength to try and have a relationship or perform well or anything like that. At the end of the day, overall, in what I'm just reading, what I just read from second, I'm um, not second from First Corinthians chapter two, is about the. The power of God. That's what Paul said. He said it. Let's go back. Right there. I was with you in weakness, in fear, in tripling. Oh, no, sorry. Let's go to verse 4. My speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of uh, human wisdom but in the demonstration of the Spirit and the power that your faith should not be in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. Amen? That is where your faith lies. In God Almighty. So I pray that everything that I've said really helped you In some way. This is a, it's like I'm baking this pie. And whatever slice of this pie that applies to you, you take it. And you take it and you bring it to God. And you ask God to even give you a deeper insight of what this, this slice of pie that you gravitated with. The whole pie may not be for you, but a slice in there is for you. Some way, somehow. Amen? Alright y'all, I'm gonna I'm gonna head out. God bless you. And I pray that as you continue to pursue God, and if you haven't, He's available. The Lord Jesus Christ is right there. Ask him to come into your heart today. Ask him to be a part of your life today. You want him to be a part? Just ask him to come in. To come in. Surrender. Surrender your mind, your will, and your emotions. Amen. God bless you, family. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. It's been amazing. It's been awesome. I just love how God loves us. I really do. I love how he loves us so much. And I pray that God will help us not to abuse the grace that he has extended over our lives. Amen. So Heavenly Father, I thank you for this word that was said. I pray in the name of Jesus that you will have your way for those who are listening, oh God. I pray blessings over their lives, Lord. I pray in the name of Jesus that Whatever is meant for them, that they will take this before you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. I pray, Abba Father, that this world will resonate within their spirit, Father God. I pray in the name of Jesus that their lives will transform for your glory in Jesus' name. I pray that their spiritual eyes will begin to open as they pursue you, Jesus Christ. I pray in the name of Jesus that you will do a new thing in their lives. I pray for those who are not saved, that are listening, that they will be saved, Lord. That they will receive the salvation of you, Jesus Christ. That they will surrender their mind, will, and emotions, O God. Their mind, their heart, their will, and their emotions, in Jesus' name. I pray, Abba Father, that you will dispatch your ministering angels to minister to their souls today. I pray in the name of Jesus, Abba Father, that you will rain down on them, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, and that your presence will be rich amongst us. I thank you. I praise you. I worship you. honor you and adore you. I thank you for this podcast, and I thank you for all that you're doing in our lives this day and onward. And it's in Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen. God bless you, family. Until next time, take care.